Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. His name is David Luke Flatman, commander of the armies of the West, general of the Somerset regions, loyal servant to the true emperor, Thomas George Llewellyn Shanklin, father to a noisy cat, husband to a vegan, and he will have a salad in this life or the next. It's time for Flats and Shanks. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of our weekly podcast. I'm David Flatman. I'm Tom. And this is Flats and Shanks. Yes. And we are, I think we're okay. Are you okay, boy? Yeah, we're fine. We're just sat here in the Radisson Blue Hotel. Sitting, we're just sitting here. Just trying to correct you. Okay. Well, you can't say we're sat here. No. Why? We sat is perfect tense. So it's we sat here yesterday. I sat there yesterday. We yeah, are but sitting. people will be listening to this. Yeah, but we're talking in the Not present. live. We're talking in the present. <laughs> okay. We're sitting here, Nors, <laughs> in the Radisson Blue in Covent Garden. Yeah. We've just been for a lovely lunch. Haven't we? With, where, where was the restaurant? Was it the Temper in Soho? Temper, yeah. It was like Smokehouse, wasn't it? Jeez, it, it was nice. Holy moly. Yeah, it was like tapas food with a little bit of bite to it, a little bit of kick. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. So we I just, really enjoyed that. Effect. Yeah, we sat and had a, a little debrief, really, of our ITV podcast. Yeah. With Harry and Jane and Mish. Yeah. Um, um, Mish. Which was all positive. Yeah. Um, Although they did say we waffled a little bit too much, but... Well, maybe on the John Davis I mean, one. I only listened to, I only listened to good feedback. Yeah, exactly. As soon as they said one thing we thought you could do better, I just switched off. Correct. Um, no, they got a point. We do waffle a little bit, but now and again, we won't do that today, will we? Straight to the point. But Michelle was uh, Michelle's expressed, um, you know, uh, she said we should really stop. We don't swear that much on our pods, but we should consider you stopping more swearing than me. Altogether. Yes. Yeah, you do. I mean, I'm, a, I'm probably a bit rougher than you, aren't I? Well, I think you watched a lot of movies before you were at the right age. <laughs> so, so true. Yeah. Watching a lot of Samuel Jackson movies, weren't you, when you Watching were Watching really Nil by Mouth with Ray Winston and Kathy Burke when I was 12. Watching something. Scum when you were like eight. <laughs> yeah. Kids go and watch Peppa Pig. 4737 Carlin, sir. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> yes, it. I'm the daddy. Yeah, so... um See, you know that. I know Jean Van Jean 24601. <laughs> What's that? You don't know what that is? No. Where have you been, mate? Living in a cage? Maidstone, then Dulwich, then Bath. Les Mis? No. Never You've seen never seen it? No. That surprises me, that. Why? Because you try to come across as this... <coughs> what is it with Cochran and Podcast with you? I don't know, mate. I think there's something you wrong with me. You try to come across as this culture vulture and... got No, opinion, I don't. Got an opinion on everything, yet you've never seen the greatest ever uh, show. Yes, Musical. I have. Yes, I have. I've seen Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> seen that? Seen it? You played him, did you? <laughs> you seen the Book of Mormon? No, I've heard that's good. That's dope. That's sick. Nothing would beat Lame Is though. Have you ever seen the film? Oh, have you? Have you seen? Okay, have you seen the Phantom of the Opera? Yes. That's bother. You haven't. <laughs> have. You haven't seen it. I have. Right, what's it about then? 
It's about Michael Ball and he wears a mask. <laughs> <laughs> he wears a mask. What's it about? You haven't seen it? Yeah, it's about a um, it's about a young girl um, with a talking teapot um, <laughs> and teacup. And she falls in love with this beast that's been put under a spell. Do, do, de, yo, do. You haven't seen it. So you can't say you've seen The Greatest Show if I've you haven't seen all of them. <laughs> Have you seen The Greatest Showman? No. That's going to be brilliant. Yeah, it's dope and Meant sick. to be. Trying to say I've not seen it. I'm trying to say dope and sick a little bit more just to be... I, I notice you you start to dress a little bit younger, more Mate, your I've age. Got a, I've got a grey wool jumper on. I watched you, um, yeah, I watched you, yeah, but it's it's trendy, you've got a trendy pair of trousers on, you're not wearing tweed. Mate, I've got I've got a pair of black jeans on. And you never ever old... used to wear black jeans so you met Gavin Henson, fact. Fact, yeah, I won't deny that, but... I've got a pair of knackered old brown bro yeah, boots I, with all crusty. That they could wear, do. I'm going to have yeah. to wear them for black tie events. For those of you that are trying to imagine what the boots look like, watch Romper Stomper <laughs> with Russell Crowe and you get an idea of, or oh, this is England, yeah, uh, and you get an idea of the boots he's wearing. Yeah, I like um, them, but they're knackered. But I'm going to have to wear brown knackered leather boots with a black with a dinner jacket to another velvet perfect, dinner jacket. Perfect to go with your Stone Island jacket you've just bought. Um, brilliant for booting People thugs. I like Stone Island, though. It's a bit thuggish, but yeah, and Burberry, you do. But you no, I don't. I don't wear. Took his Burberry cap Burberry. off. Took his Burberry cap off before he came <laughs> in the room. <laughs> Not true. People just do nothing. True. MC Grinder. Um, yeah, we saw him. Who did we see in the? That's in the MC restaurant. Grinder, wasn't it? So in the restaurant it was MC Grinder and the chap. I've forgotten his name. The, the um, Asian chap who's in the wheelchair who co-wrote The Office and I think extras and people just do mm. nothing. Absolute genius bloke. They were both in there. Um, and Michelle was a little bit giddy, wasn't she? She wanted to. She, she said trying, she didn't want a selfie, but she did. Well, she's trying to align her toilet visits with them, wasn't she? Yeah, with MC Grinder. But why does she want to go? Why does she want to go to the toilet with MC Grinder? Where they go to men and women to go to separate loos anyway? She just wanted to be near him, I think. Smell him as he walked past. There we are. The cough started. Yeah, this, I've had hate people cough. coughing. Mate. I hate people coughing. I'm like the cough suppressor. You know, if I hear people cough, I just want to. I want to make sure they keep it in. Okay, I'll try and keep it in from now on. Try. Yeah, okay, but maybe it's just when you, but you don't you don't cough when you're doing TV, or do you? I do, yeah, regularly. Um, but I, I like I like what you were wearing for the Angler for the uh, Premiership highlights of the weekend. Did you? I thought you looked dapper. Happy with that? Yeah. Serious? Yeah, defo. Because Ellis Genge walked past me. He said, "Never wear them garments again, brother. Don't wear them garments again, brother." No, I like. I it. said, "I said, are you serious, our kid? That's a that's a bespoke cashmere. You should know that. Black suits you though. Like, it doesn't suit me because I'm it's too much of a contrast with my skin." I've got to like yeah. soften it up a little bit with the blue. Yeah. Uh, but no, I like what you're wearing. Um, okay, good stuff. Shame the Anglo-Welsh final was called off last week, wasn't it? Yeah, Risk was this Friday, isn't it? This Friday. Friday. You and me, boy. What have you been up to? Oh, God, Tom. It's oh, well, let me let me, let me me say what I've been up to first. Well, hang like, on a minute. Hang on a minute. Don't ask me and then go off yourself. Well, I'll edit it out anyway, mate, so it's fine. Go on then. What have you been up to? Don't ruin my iPod. Um, I just, wow, well, just popped across to Manila. In the Philippines for a little visit. It's popped over, was it? Yeah. Just get up to. Flying past stuff. Um, it's lovely, actually. It's the Manila, t- the Manila Tens, the Fat Boy Tens, I think it's called. Yeah. So it's a big old event over there. Is it a big event? Yeah, it is a big event. I've How on it. earth is there a Vets Tens tournament in Manila in the Philippines? I don't know if it's all Vets. There's some youngsters there as well. But I think it's just a big rugby tournament, like a social tournament. Like it's one that's on the calendar for a lot of players. And you've um, got to be a vet to go? Well, I think it's both. When did you qualify? Um, because medically, I studied. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So after you milked my cat? <laughs> it's after I went and got my teeth sorted. Got your toenails clipped at the vets <laughs> and that qualified you. Got my temperature taken at the vets. Um, but it was really good. Cleared out, really good. Got there. Obviously, a bit of a time difference. but What time difference? Everyone wants to know. Um, eight hours, I think. Yeah. I just kept eight a coughing. Did you notice that? I kept a coughing. Well done. Cute. Eight hours ahead. Well, yeah, so I was, I was there. John Bentley uh, does it every year. So he's like the MC of the big lunch. They have a big lunch before. It's easy, this. Shanks. Oh, no problem, mate. It's yeah. easy. It's easy. Don't mate. Get up there. They'll wear gagging for you. I'm gagging to laugh. Be brilliant, mate. Be brilliant, mate. It'd be easy. Easy, mate. Easy, Be brilliant, mate. mate. Honestly, mate. Just no get problem. Up there. Make them laugh. It's so, so easy. I Piece of cake, it mate. Easy. Piece of cake, mate. Easy. You're right. Piece of cake, mate. Yeah, so um, it was really good. There's a guy called Mick Quinn. Mickey Quinn used to play for Ireland. Yeah. I think late 70s, maybe early 80s. Quinny. Guess what position he was? Winger. Actually close. He's number 10. And we all got given these shirts. Good game, that. All, all got given these shirts with 
the colour of our nationality and um, I'd obviously had Wales on mine and my name on the back I'm number 13 and Mick Quinn was Irish he had he's Irish Quinn on the back and number 10 but it blatantly looked like someone stuck a zero on next to the one because he was he's a big bloke for a 10 for a right right for a yeah for a past 10 so a former 10 so he's let himself go a bit a little he's bit he's a fat knacker is that what you're saying just say it he, I didn't expect him to say he played 10 but what a guy great fun with him liked him loved him did he like you yeah so what did you do you went to a dinner and stood up and spoke and told yeah. some jokes did you yeah I, would, what, I had stories I don't do jokes you know that what was your opener uh, just neck to pint <laughs> left handed you're so to you're so cheer. Jim and Goody now you're so Jim and Goody I'm not but it's the only one I did like but People like that, don't they? They like to see someone having a crack, drinking left-handed because you don't want to be buffaloed, and win the crowd, win your freedom. I've always said that. You have actually. That is actually that is actually true. Yeah. yeah so okay. you had a nice time. Well done. Yeah, good to be back. Nice. Yeah. Quite one. Good to be back. Yeah. What about you, mate? What have you been up to? I uh, went to Hawaii. Just flying over. Just went to Hawaii. Uh, chilled out. Second yeah. wedding was it? <laughs> <laughs> when you're talking about it off air. <laughs> <laughs> but you actually went through with it? Yeah, I went through with it, mate, yeah. Well done. Uh, no, I haven't been anywhere. I went to... Um, I had lunch in um, <laughs> Bath the other did. day with um, a friend of mine called Tim, who you might be listening now, hi, and Matt Powell, our friend. And I walked A.P. McCoy? <laughs> I w- A.P. McCoy, cough. I walked in and Bruce Craig was also there, the owner of... Batman? Bath Rugby. Oh, Bath yeah. Rugby. Not Bruce Wayne. Uh, so that was good fun. It was nice. Uh, he's a nice man. I saw you online, mate. You did a... Was it Shulk Britz's so testimonial? Yeah, so on Wednesday I went and I hosted Shulk Britz's yeah, to just Skulk, Skulk Britz's Skulk Britz, sorry. My bad. So, yeah, hosted that and uh, Jim dressed me up as Tinkerbell because the whole, the whole premise of the... the whole is an NBN event. It's really, really good. But the whole premise of it was that he's a Peter Pan of rugby, which I've heard him called like maybe once before. I've but never heard him called that. No, exactly. It's like everyone calls Johnny Eels nobody because nobody's perfect, but no one's never ever called him that. Called that. Everyone calls Ben Kane Malud because his dad was a judge. Never, never happened. Heard. Everyone calls Andy Sheridan Ted. No one's ever called him Ted. He's Sherry or Shez. So it's all lies. It's like everyone calls me Ace or Striker, you know? Yeah. So anyway, um, Peter Pan of rugby. So they dressed me up as Tinkerbell, Big Jim as Captain Hook, and Power. He looked like he had prosthetic legs, mind yeah, Jim's legs are—they weren't ever big, but they're gone, aren't they? Yeah, proper gone. But Petra Stuplessy dressed up as Princess Tiger Lily. Um, we had a good time. Um, was it good? You raised lots the whole, of money. The whole point was like, was it worth losing your dignity? Yeah, for Skog it was. Yeah, yeah for cool. charity. Yeah, for the lads. So the so the whole point of it is a Peter Pan of rugby, and I was like, firstly, I stood up on stage and I was like, firstly, no one has ever called him that, like. He's all this, all the bump for this event is Peter Pan. No one's ever called him the Peter Pan of rugby. Secondly, Peter Pan, I think, never aged, never got old, right? We're literally here to celebrate the retirement of Skulk Brits because he's too old to play rugby anymore. So the whole premise falls down. He only gets old when he leaves Neverland. Oh, does he? Right. Like Robin Williams when he came back. Oh, right, okay, yeah. So the whole thing's balls and it's just an excuse to dress us up and humiliate us and it worked. So if Johnny Gould did the auction, un unbelievable yeah he's just unbelievable he's a force him. of nature so if if someone books you to host an event I'm also available by the way you they can decide what you wear is that how no. it works they basically said are you up for dressing up as Tinkerbell and yeah, I said rather not if it's for charity as well if it's for charity yeah fine how do you say no I don't do what you want I don't mind okay. it's good fun yeah these guys are all friends they're all friends it's fine yeah you got to do it for the boys haven't you of course you have haven't you but it was it was nice actually and then on um Thursday morning was a bit of a sickly one because Durders and I uh, had went to film a Channel 5 advert at Thorpe Park. He hates roller coasters. I hate roller coasters and I hate heights. And we had to only had to go twice around this roller coaster and it was being with cameras and stuff on. It was... What was it called, the roller coaster? Oh, what was it called? Uh, Colossus. Okay. Apparently it's not the worst one. I mean, mate... It was I thought you were going to say something like it was called sloth. Just really <laughs> slow. You. No, um, it was a kids' one. No, but it was it was absolutely horrific, really unpleasant, and it'll make for a funny advert for the live games, remaining live games. But um, <coughs> God, excuse me. But that was minging. But couldn't have any lunch after that. We both felt properly minging. But I raced from there to Wasps to the Rico to host this um, 
quiz night thing they just put on a charity thing yeah. and they just tried it out never mind the buzz wasps get it no and it no and it was bloody good fun was it genuinely really good fun yeah really who put well that organized. together then? wasps themselves or was it Verity Brown who's one of the marketing department at wasps and it was sometimes these nights can be a bit they can be a bit desperate and you don't know till you get there that it's going to yeah. be but this was brilliant it but was suppose really, if, really if you're fun. at wasps the lads were brilliant as well if you're at wasps it's an event at Wasps. You've probably got a lot of Wasps sponsors and supporters there. You've got the Wasps yeah. boys on a panel. Yeah? Yeah. Both. Were, um, it's going to be fun, isn't it? It was no really, really what. good. So what sort of questions were they... Were you asking them about Wasps or about the players? Or? Well, waspy, st- waspy type stuff and you yeah. know, how much do you know about Die Young and what line comes next in this song. And Okay. Here you go. Give me the next line. Mr. Loverman. Shabba. Amazing. I knew you'd get it straight away. None of them got it. No way. The lads don't know. They're too young. They're too young to get all this stuff. I said it to my kids. Yeah, they didn't get it. They were like Shabba never, and we said it Shabba, and they were like, "No." What's the next? Oh uh, God, let me try and think of one. Um, um, Blue Moon. You got me dancing with me. <laughs> yeah, I just made it up. It okay. Uh, no, but you, but I can't remember any of the others. But I just made up Blue Moon, but you didn't know it anyway. Um, but it was a really good night, and. Um, I've, yeah, never se- I've never seen so many men ask if you wanted to dance. <laughs> Looking for a little romance. <laughs> Given half. A chance. <laughs> <laughs> Chris de Berg. Oh, oh, do you see the little message he played for Dom Day? Chris de Berg? Yeah. So Dom Day's recently got engaged to his uh, girlfriend. girlfriend, yeah, yeah. And Chris de Berg played a little message and he posted it online. For Dom Day? For Dom Day. How do they know each other? Through a friend. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. On Twitter or... I think Facebook. Twitter and Instagram. Oh, I'll have a look at so, that. Yeah, so it's it's a nice one. A oh, great lad, Dom. And Christopher has not aged at all. <laughs> Hasn't he? He's like Peter Pan. He has a little bit. Um, Saturday we had our live game. Yeah, how was Saturday that? against Quinns. Yeah, it was good. It's fine. Uh, good fun. It's a nice day working with Durders, isn't it? Yeah. Paul Grayson's brilliant. Connor Matt I thought you were going to say, all right. But Paul Grayson? He's really good. I was listening to him on uh, oh, Radio man. 5 Live at the he's weekend. He's brilliant. I really think he's brilliant. Um, it's not as good as me, but he's, he's, he's not good. in your league. But no, brilliant. and then we did the highlight third, and I did the highlights that. Um, so it was sort of stay overnight in town, and then it's so straight. Then it's straight day, to the, the straight to Leicester for the highlights. Yeah, and then from Leicester, uh, which was amazing game at Leicester. We'll talk about that in a minute. Really, really good game, and straight from then Leicester. So yeah, London to Leicester to Manchester, and then yesterday because it's Tuesday today. Yesterday I did a. Um, Land Rover shoot an open range video with oh, Jason Robinson. You've been busy, boy. OBE, MBE, whichever one. He's got both of them, and he was just—I mean, phenomenal. Oh man, he's class, absolute class. I mean, no, known. You know, we've both known Jason a long time, but it's still you're with him, and you're like, this is a this is a bona fide once in a generation. Legend. Imagine he's still in Ultimate Nick. Probably he's rigged up. He's rigged up, naturally rigged up, but I think he still works out because Sean, his wife, is personal trainer she's mega fit mega fit and I always I always see when you, when you see people like that and you see them and they're like just bulging muscles everywhere you th- I just think you can't enjoy your food you must it, you must have just boiled I know, chicken I wonder, and broccoli they, stuffed, they gave us a couple of sandwiches from down the co-op into the car during a break yeah, and he, but he just smashes them in it's cheat day for them you don't know that's what they eat in the week it's a, it's a cheat day. oh I forgot to mention how strange was this right as I was on the plane flying back from um, Thriller from Abu Dhabi because it stopped off in Abu Dhabi to Heathrow the guy next to me was watching his iPad and he was what and he was around 50 possibly 55 years old yeah he was watching Baywatch <laughs> <laughs> he was flat out watching Baywatch oh, and one no. of the one of the early Baywatchers as well where Erica Eleanor is in there oh yeah she's the one that pops out the cake in yeah in um, Under, Under Siege, Siege. yeah yeah, fully set up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. I mean, I liked it when I was 15, 16, bro. 16 years old. But yeah. Jeez. Hey, Tommy, everyone's fighting a fight, mate. You don't know. Watched a great film as well. Three Billboards. Yeah, what's it like? It's really good. A uh, little bit, if I'm brutally honest, I thought the acting was amazing. I love yeah. the acting in it. But I just wanted a little bit more from the ending. I won't spoil it for every, anyone. Yeah, please don't. I but also, that. it was under the comedy section on the plane, which I didn't That's get funny either. One. Yeah, that's funny. Considering one. there's a murder, a murder, that's better. Um, so tonight we have the sports sponsorship awards at the Grosvenor. Um, we're hosting. Hosting. <laughs> Just joking. No, the um, afford us. Our, <laughs> our little, um, 
our little video with Robert Walters with the British Lions superfan Stuart Broad is up for an award alongside against Carlsberg and Etihad with Man City and so we're going to get we're going to get uh, smashed like we're going to get drunk but we're also not going to win but in but terms of budget to audience ratio we're winners because we assume we don't know anything about the other campaigns but it wouldn't be no well we would have, we would have had a smaller crew compared to them maybe. must have done 100% must so have yeah done. so we potentially could be award winners tomorrow well well I think we won't be but we're we are award nominated um, marketeers mate they don't know they don't know we won guys yeah. we won we won again it's a multiple award winning duo so um, yeah shanks and flats exciting week flats and shanks alphabetical and superiority and wait here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Go on then. Bath versus Chiefs were started with at the weekend. We don't, thanks. Don't act like, you know, you don't have to do this. Okay, mate, you can, if you want to go to bed. We're in I know Shanks. I don't have to do this. I've got... I've got loads of money, <laughs> which is tied, tied up in my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> but when they go, wow! We're in we're in Shanks's um, bedroom in hotel room in Covent Garden at the moment. Don't say which hotel in case we get swarmed. I think I've said it already, but we're only here for a night, so oh, God, by the time the fans come, we'll be gone. Yeah. So um, if you want to go to bed because you can't be asked, just let me know and I'll carry on the pod. So Exeter won by two points. Yeah, that's true. Twenty eighteen. Um, I thought. Bath a little bit unlucky. I mean, their defence was good for real large periods, but how dangerous are Exeter yeah. when they get close to the line? Yeah. And it's so difficult sometimes to defend because, I mean, one try was against the base of a post, wasn't it? Sam Simmons and Sam then Johnny Simmons. Hill from half a yard. Yeah. And he, he sort of enters the ruck at the rear, doesn't he? Picks the ball up, goes over. Plops over, nine feet tall. But it is difficult to defend that. You really have to be switched yeah. on. You have to get your body incredibly low. You have to... The problem you've got is... You have to dive at people, don't you? Using your shoulder. But then if you don't use your arms, it's a penalty. I would argue you should defend that. Okay. He picked it up and plopped it over. It's quite difficult. What I'm saying is difficult to defend. It's not like a one-on-one tackle. Even, even if you get down there and you punch the ball and try and knock it out of his hands or knock it on or something, I'd, I would argue you shouldn't be able to score that easily. But Exeter are just industrial, aren't they? Industrious, yeah. even, by yeah. the, the goal line. They're, when you say a team's dangerous, it's like they've got loads of strike moves, but they have, but they don't need them a lot of the time. They've got so no. much power and they're so They well just coached. need to get five metres out and they can keep going, keep going. What they do do well is they retain the ball close to the line as well. So well coached. Yeah. yeah. Is that why? Yeah, it is, yeah. It yeah. is. I mean, why, why can't all teams score as many as they do with a four pack and they get near the line? It's Sometimes they're not coached. as powerful because a lot of that is down to size and strength. Yeah, but you can't, you can't tell me that you know, Johnny Hill at six foot eight and he's a big guy, but he's not, a, you can't tell me he's more powerful than, yeah. you know, he's significantly more powerful than Graham Kitchener or yeah. Sione Calamaphoni. Do you know what I mean? It's composure as well, isn't it? That's drilled into him as well and taking the time. Yeah. 
They were great. I thought Ben Obano was fantastic for Bath, and Alec Hepburn for both the loose heads were brilliant. I thought they were really, really good. Love Freddie Burns's kick for Banahan's try, like properly off the cuff, not pre-called at all. Talent, so skillful. He just gets the ball. He's going lateral. Nothing's on. And when you're in that position yourself, I've been in loads. You know, you've got all these things going through your head, and you end up just tucking the ball because you you panic and you overthink. But to be able to think clearly for yourself, to be no, I know. Um, but to be able to think that clearly yeah. under pressure and yeah. just thread it through like that when you've got loads of different options in your head. Yeah. That's quite something. Was, that. It was quite something, you're right. But I thought Bath were a little bit too predictable in attack. I mean, you look at the Bath of three years ago and how and how well they varied their game. A lot of that, was, I think, was because you had Eastman at 12 as well and you mm. could play a little bit wider in the wider channels, but it just seems a bit too much one-up runners at the moment. Yeah, and you've got them. to think that... Uh, and the weather the weather plays a huge part as well. You know, it wasn't yeah. the greatest. But they, I think they just need... I think they need more variety. I think they're struggling a little bit to find a style of play that suits them at the moment. But they've got Jamie Roberts coming in and that's not going to aid any distribution or your wide game. But what, no. it, what it might do is say, well, actually, at least we're not going to fall between two stalls. We've got a guy who's going to smash it up and give us momentum. So if they're happy with that, at least they're going, at the moment, they kind of have neither, do they? kind of don't have... So they're momentum. sort of going back to, not basics, but they're going back to a simpler game plan. Yes, I think so, yeah. 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 Um, I thought it was interesting because Freddie Burns was clearly demonstratively very aggrieved to have been subbed off. Yeah. And, and, he, and he, I kind of like the way he remonstrates a little bit because he wants to be out there. Priestland came on, produced a bit of magic and then produced an absolute howler, dropped the ball, got hacked near his line. It was just, you know... It's a funny one, that, because I'm still not sure they've quite got their first-choice fly-half nailed there. Is this a dress rehearsal for this week's Anglo-Welsh final? Yeah, it'll be an interesting game. It'll be, it'll be um, interesting to see what type of teams both Bath and Exeter pick, because a lot of the first-teamers wouldn't have played in the Anglo-Welsh leading up to it. So yeah. I'm intrigued to see how seriously these teams take this competition now. It's a final, there's a chance of winning the silverware. Yeah. Do they go with... The team that they've stuck by through the whole of this tournament when the internationals. I reckon going Chiefs on. will. Bath will go first choice. Yeah, that's what I reckon. Possibly. Bath um, haven't won a trophy in ten years. So that's yeah, why. who was playing when they won it? Can't remember. Anyway, Saracens Quins. Yeah, I was there. It was. It wasn't a great game, to be honest, Tommy. Um, it was kind of fine. Um, Quins didn't quite look in it to be frank Saracens right look, from the start I agree yeah. with you They're, like Saracens were in control through yeah. the whole of that game it really felt like that and it just it was there were guys that battled really hard in vain for Harlequins Chris Robshaw obviously because just what he does Chisholm and Wallace the, the whole back row was really Who? really industrious Chisholm and Wallace okay. Chisholm the thing is he's hard to shake off um, it's all over it Chisholm was all over the ball at the weekend <laughs> kept coming inside though it was annoying <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we'll start off with the first try okay so Maitland rips open the defence and just a great line <laughs> it was a great aggressively line run, not a great line aggressively run line and then it's quick hands down across the right but I don't think enough of this was made at the time I mean it was lovely soft hands by Brad, ba- Brad Barrett oh, something yeah. that we don't see too much of him do I but love that capable of doing it yeah. easily but there is no reason for Tim Visser to jam in at all onto Bush. Brad Barrett and the thing oh, you know yeah, especially yeah. when under the cosh like that you don't jam in if you jam in it's a winger's choice but you have to take man and ball you have okay. to yeah. there's no other option you have to take man and ball he doesn't need to I reckon if he stays out on his wing they drift across the defence will come across and I reckon they're they might be able to snuff that try out. As it happens, Viss has made a decision for Barrett. Yeah. Too easy. Yeah. And a player of Bar- uh, Brad Barrett's um, calibre, just soft hands, and a well-finished try by Liam Williams. But I don't think enough was made of it, of, of Viss. He does, if I was defensive coach, yeah. I'd be a bloody good one if I was. Um, Do you reckon you would? Yeah, I'd be all right, actually. He would, yeah. You'd have to, you know, that's, that's a big no-no. Yeah. When you break, when teams are broken, when teams are on the back foot, yeah. when they're pedalling back, that's not the time to jam in. It's too big a call at the start of the game to make a big 
defensive yeah, okay. era like that. And then okay, obviously, sorry. you know, it was one way traffic really for Saracens then, really, the whole way through. And Atoji yeah. was very good. He was brilliant. Proved a point. Yeah, yeah, he proved a point. What do you think of his celebration? Love it. Too tired, too tired, sleepy sleeps. I Absolutely love it. I love it. I saw Will Carlin put up something up on Twitter to say, is it just me or is it is it something that we don't want to see in the game? Along those lines. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, yeah I liked that. Oh, it was great. I thought it was just bitter. He's just bitter. He's just bitter. They got held up in the Middlesex Sevens once over the line. <laughs> exactly. He? I thought. Was that a fake laugh? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Another one? <laughs> it's not you twat. Um, but, I thought but the, when, C- the Sequi and Ray were good, by the way. And I also, Dom Day was really good, put a load of important hits in. But when Atoji does step inside, he, he manages to, he steps inside about four people. Yeah. Well, he shrugs off, he shakes off Chisholm, doesn't he? Brushes off Chisholm. <laughs> Danny Care doesn't really want to know too much. Yeah. Um, he gets a little bit off balance but ends up grabbing him trying to grab up top yeah um, so yeah I don't know it, not so much sure about Danny Kerr actually about maybe it wasn't uh, that bad a missed tackle but but then Quinn's come back and the Horwell angle it's a good angle and you see a lot of teams yeah. using that um, you're just trying to separate two defenders you're trying to run in between two defenders when you're a big lump and you're 18, 19 stone you run in between two defenders you get arms for a start yeah. you get arms you'll be able to pump your legs you get through, yeah. you, you'll be able to get through and it's just about players being able to scan uh, when you're on that when you're on that line defensively you're looking into the ruck obviously because yeah. you need to know when the ball comes out but you we've talked about it before your head's yeah. just got to be rotating looking in looking out yeah you know, if you see him running, you've got to head be on a swivel. Head on a swivel. Exactly. That's it, isn't it? But the point is, he wasn't running into chest. He was running into arms. So, not the greatest yeah. of games, but wasn't great. But Sarri's roll on. Pretty easy win. Sarri's roll on, Tommy. Don't they? Carl Sinclair was good, by the way. He was everywhere. Made so many carries. Well defended, but made a lot of carries. Made Sarri's do a lot of tackling. Irish against Gloucester. Can you believe they were seventeen nil up? Irish after twenty-five not minutes. Not quite. No. No, nor could I. I'm impressed with Gloucester, though, to come back and win that. Do you know who was good? Who? Atkinson. He's really good, wasn't he? Just, he had a lovely pass off the left, which ended up releasing, I think, Woodward down the right. and Lovely break down the left for Marshall's try as well. Yes, it was. He's, he's, I said on the telly, he's become a really, really important player for them now. But he hits two lovely angles as well, leading up to that try. Just yeah. gets him on the gap. He's a big bloke as well. We saw him he's at very, Cheltenham. Yeah, he's we? very big. I actually didn't realise. I didn't realise it was him to start with yeah. because you I think thought, he was a back rower, really. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. But he's a, like, for those of you that are lucky enough to meet me, I think, wow, I'm big. He's another level. You're only 13 kilos. He's lighter not than me. quite the R- Jamie Roberts level. Thanks. You're 13 kilos lighter than me now. That's nothing, mate. 13 kilos. I'm 120, you're 107. Sorry, I thought you were talking about stone then. Yeah. Kilo, yeah. How does that make you feel? Um, Humble. Mm, Scared is how you should feel. Terrified. (laughs) Think fast, isn't it? (laughs) Face. Arm. Um, But uh, London Irish kind of was a pick and go fest and a bit of a drive fest. They'll get 17 points up, so it's not like they cut them apart. But Cock and Asiga towards the end, you see his try. Holy moly. Yeah. Absolute beastly run. Smashing people. It was like Jonah Lomi running into Mike Cat or Will Carling, was it, back in the day. It was absolutely savage. Do, do you know, with um, with Irish, they just switch off, though. You can see it as well. They just completely yeah. switch off. Like, just the concentration levels go. Um, and it's... I hate to say this. Just say it. Okay. Just say it. Because, I mean, we've all been there, but... I look at that team and it just lacks a bit of commitment, I think. And we've been that, have you been there? Be honest, have you been there? Yeah, sometimes. You've you lacked know. commitment. Yes, yeah. You know, not every like played rugby for <laughs> years and years, mate, fifty years nearly. And some days and some games you look back and think, Right, I could have actually done a little bit more there. I could have tried a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Everyone does. Every, you know, you think you, <laughs> you think, well, I could have made a little bit more effort to get back to cover to jack on the ball. And this is this is the point when Hines breaks down. Um, I think he goes down left. He kicks right, and uh, Pledry gets yeah. the ball, takes into contact. I reckon there's a big opportunity for London Irish to get over that ball. Mm. They don't really. They watch him go down. Their heads are straight up, looking to see what's coming. Yeah, and they don't really get in on it. Worried, worried about getting hit before they're worried about the ball. That's a commitment. Yeah. You know, that's desire. Yeah. And I know they're, they're not the most skillful team in that league, but you don't have to be skillful to have some de- desire and determination. 
Um, it just didn't seem that much urgency then. It must be hard for them because they're bottom of the, the league. They've not had many wins. They're going to go down. Yeah. It's uh, hard for them, but they must have thought their luck was in with new coaches and all that stuff. I'd, not hearing great things. Well, I say not hearing great things, but about Nick Kennedy leaving. You know, I know that Hugo knows him really well and Hugh said on TV that he thinks he was forced out and you'd imagine that's coming from a position of knowledge, you know. So I think he was effectively we're signing someone else off you go kind of thing and that's that's a real shame because it feels like a waste of a very good bloke who's got London Irish and to his, his core um, and I I don't know I feel like a complete guess I don't know Nick Kennedy very well really but I feel like this year might have done him the season might have done him some damage and I think that's a that's a real shame equally you know if you want to be a coach and you want to be part of a big club and it's your club and all that and they offer you the DOR role there's a good chance you take it you know, because you might not get yeah. offered it ever again. No, so true. Can't blame him, but I feel like I didn't invest a huge amount, didn't get a huge amount of support. So I feel sad for Kendo actually. I see Atkinson goes through um, for I think his try, and um, it's, a, it's a poor missed tackle to start with by was it uh, Brophy Clues? Mm. Just doesn't really do much footwork. Just gets on the side, it slips off yeah. too easily. But then I look at the attempt from James Marshall at 15. There's no attempt to tackle him. doesn't even touch him. Mm. And it breaks me seeing that in the game. Like, Do you not find it odd, boy, that there are still... this? You know, not that I was the best defender in the world, but I was happy to... I suppose it helps being big, and you were big as well for a centre, but it's like, there are still lads out there that won't collide, that don't want to collide. Yeah. And, I, and like the weekend, watching Wasps live on Sunday at Welford Road, it's Adam Thompson, who's a big old winger for Tigers he he gets he basically gets not away on the left he's got a bit of room on the left but Danny Cipriani shuts down his space he sees Cipriani and he thinks I'll go straight through this guy he doesn't like tackling and Sips buries him I know absolutely buries him you can hear the impact from the side on it's a big boom but when you see people like that you'd think right I'm going to take him on he doesn't like to tackle yeah I'm going to get some go forward off him yeah but there are but there are still players who won't collide I mean mm. he makes mistakes defensively they all do but there are players out there that don't want it and I, I find that really odd like you lift all these weights you you see, what I find odd is a lot of these guys who don't want to collide very hard in defence are more than happy to run flat out at defenders and risk really big collisions. You've yeah. got to be really brave to run flat out at defenders at that sort of speed. Like Nick Abendon used to get pinballed around and he'd up it up and well, go he again. Got you know. to a a couple of times yeah, in the game did, before, yeah. didn't he? But you've got to be brave. It's not just tacklers who are brave, it's ball carriers who are brave. Yeah. And I find it odd that these guys will be flat out with the ball, but you charge at them and their arse goes. It's odd. Yeah, still in, in the game, you know. It's because when you're attacking, you're up tall, aren't you? But when you're defending, you're low down. So there's more things that can potentially connect with your head, and you you've probably got to exert a little bit more effort into the tackle because yeah, you've yeah. got to match the tackle with the run. So something like that. Forces. But, it's um, funny, but isn't it? look, the, the game of the weekend. It wasn't a, a huge try scoring affair, but Leicester Wasps. Oh, what man. a game that was! What Su- a game. Summer rugby has to be played. I'm afraid. It, it yeah, does. I think you'll. Find a global season comes around sooner than people think. It I'd, has to um, because we we look, we only saw um, three tries in that game, but it had some. It had everything in there. I want to start with the. Well, firstly, did you see Elliot Daly's finger? Have you seen a picture of it? No, I don't know if it was made public, but I've seen a picture. I of saw it. his face, mate. Really? You know, I retired with a smashed up finger. It was like that, but I think his is all right because mine had all the nerve damage stuff in it. Oh, but, you could see straight away though. It he was wincing and not mate, looking. Mate, okay, I'll have it a look. is bad, bad, bad um, times. Nick Maloof, lucky, very lucky to get a yellow I card. Know. I can believe that was a yellow. What I'm kind of glad it was a yellow because I don't like seeing red. Well, you thought, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a red. I thought you were going to say I didn't think it was a penalty. No, because yeah. Oz and that was saying on the telly it was definitely yellow, weren't they? Yes. <coughs> I've actually got a cough, by the way. Okay, I've not heard you cough all day and I've been with you for about five hours. Yeah, it's true, actually. Um, but, yeah. He goes high to start with. Yeah. He's not looking at what he's doing. The shoulder connects with the jaw yeah. of Wade. Wade doesn't really sink too much either. Sinks a bit, but not, that's, not, that's not really the point, is no, it? No, it's not. You've got to lower your hips. You've got to lower your body angle to tackle now. responsibility not to collide with his head. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I think someone said, oh, he's looking the other way. He doesn't even know what he's doing. It's like, yeah, but that's reckless then. Yeah, of course it is. Care, you so. have to look what you're doing and where you're yeah. hitting and tackling. So, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. In terms of the, the whole game, it was... Better they didn't get. 
Yeah, it was, uh, it was a brilliant game. Card. Manu Tuolangi injured again. Looks like a peck or a shoulder. Yeah, it did. God, I hope it's all right. Just breaks you, doesn't it, seeing that? Elliot Daly's finger minging. Um, just, yeah. Johnny May gets knocked out as well. Oh, my God. Christian Wade. That carry that knocked Johnny May out was brutal. But Christian Wade was absolutely on one at the weekend. You can't you, you can't tackle like that. You've got to get your head in the right position. Yeah. Go sh- like, Christian Wade's not a big bloke. He's really small. Johnny May doesn't get low enough at all. He's got a load of power and he's brave. Yeah. Like when he's made defensive, dis- when he's defended poorly, it's positional. It's never commitment or bravery. I mean, brave, there was a lot uh, of missed opportunities on both teams. Um, Vianu was brilliant at 15, but yeah. makes a, a lovely break. I think it's uh, they do some sort of block play where it goes behind the runner and then back inside yeah. to Vianu. Um, throws a ball inside of Sam Harrison. You think, right, that's a certain try. Yeah. But Sam Harrison gets tackled just on the line, loses the ball. That's a Dan Robson try saver. That's it. What Dan a tackle. Robson, yeah. Not, not, as, not good. as good as Tate's. No. That's just, that was just. Do you know what I think? I think brilliant. Robson would have scored that try had Elliot Daly not been down. Because Elliot Daly's sort of five metres out, and Robson has to go around the inside of Daly. Oh, now, had yeah, Robson yeah. been able to hug the touchline all the way down oh yeah yeah I think that would have been enough for him to score so it's Elliot Daly's fault but what what a commitment tackle. By what a tackle and, Tate. and Matt Tamua one brilliant tap tackle which is a try saver one brilliant yes. hold up over the line of Thomas Young was it Thomas Young some great defence on show at the weekend but Matt, Tate, Matt Tate's tackle was just oh, Willie LaRue there's a couple of opportunities with Willie LaRue was didn't, quite, was, didn't was, quite link with his backs that's the thing yeah. when you go through a lot, you know, you have to look for support straight away. Yeah, I mean, the great he, Willie Lewis are a fantastic player, but the yeah. the the best of all times, they're the ones that just instinctively know where the support is. Where he just, is. just mm. ends up running away from it a little bit. And you can see that in his face after when he's walking back, and he's sort of yeah. a little bit disappointed that that wasn't converted. I thought I thought the game actually hinged on okay some big tackles, but I thought it hinged on two substitutions. I thought that Jake Cooper Woolley leaving the field really weakened Wasps. How well did he carry the first well, really all good. game? But his scrum and his carrying, I thought he was, I thought he was powerful. And he used to be Cardiff Blues, but when Die left, he took, took him with him. Yeah, big powerful unit. But also Ellis Genge coming on, he was a force of nature. Like, I, I, honestly, I'm biased because I'm a prop. I, he would, and he played 20 minutes. I'd have given him man of the match. He completely changed that game. He was just a brutal leering confrontational presence I thought he was he absolutely changed it he was mean as you like with quality to go with it he was great did you watch any of the well, of course you did mate you're, you're banging to TV Sale hammering Worcester how good was Sale they were good how good how good was that try from Faf de Klerk? the one yeah Mike Haley does a bit of work for yeah. him yeah yeah I mean Marlon Yard up the left Good pace for Marlon Yard, mind. I know he's gassing someone who's not super quick, but he's still got really good if wheels. I'm, if I'm being uber critical now, which I have been a little bit today, yeah, you look at, mood, don't you? Yeah, is you John look coughing? tired. He you look tired, at Shilcock, the ten from Worcester running back, and again, there's no urgency in him running back. He yeah. only really starts to cover when Faf de Klerk gets the ball, right? And by then, it's too late. You know if. That break down the left. If he's hammering it across to yeah. try and make a tackle, yeah. that tries snuffed out completely. Yeah. But he's jogging. He's not jogging. He's cantering. So he's going 70, 80%. Yeah. When Flafter Clerk gets that inside ball, then he starts. Have a look at Matt Tate. That's how you go. do it. Yeah, exactly. That's how you do it. That's how, That's you, how do you get it. 38 caps and you've got a long career in, at top clubs. That's how you do that. But yeah, you're right. Just, again, again, we've all done that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Completely. But... You know, we're here to analyse games and we're here to see why tries were scored. Yeah. I mean, of course we've all done it. But they weren't quite at it, Worcester. But, but we, Sale we were, were amazing players though, David. Oh, God, yeah. Sale were outrageous. The whole back row, I did this team of the week thing for Prem Rugby and I I left out John O'Ross just because I thought I was putting the whole Sale back row in. But Curry and Strauss, Ross were just brilliant. Ostrikov played well. That Rob Webber was really good at hooker. They just, I think AJ, AJ McGinty as well, slotting back in at 10, coming back and pushing Sam James back into the midfield, I think really helps them because Sam James is a proper talent, I think. I think he's an international class player, I think. But I think he's better, I find him better in the midfield than at 10 consistently if he's going to play somewhere forever. But I just, look at that back line. You got I really like Mike Haley at 15 yeah. and I really like Will Addison at 13. Yeah, Will Addison's is such a talent. So is Mike Haley. Mike Haley's off to Munster, isn't he? Is it Munster? I'm not sure. End but of the season. So he's trying to quali- he's Irish trying to qualify for the Ireland team. He's got his work cut out there with Carney and Lama, but I tell you what, he's some player. He might do it. Yeah. 
hell of a game. Really, yeah, chuff for sale actually because that was they didn't grind out a win. They absolutely battered Worcester. They were really, really good. And the game at St James's Park, I think, wasn't wasn't the best game ever, but that's a hell of a win for Newcastle. Did Can you, you see? believe that? There's three tries to one. So Northampton <laughs> scored three tries. Newcastle scored one and still won the game. Yeah, and, uh, Northampton attacked really well. Horn in the midfield was really good, but they attacked really well. But if you if your discipline's poor and you give Toby Flood seven penalties, he's going to score at least five of them, and I think he scored six of them. You're going to, he's going to score at least five of them because he's class. He's too classy not to. And he gets caught in possession a little bit, goes flat to the line, no options, but he just buys a bit of time, does a Mark Hughes and gets his foot on the ball, gets it away to Sinotti, who's brutal to stop, but they stop him. Gonover picks and goes through the middle like he always does. Yeah. Brutal. Again, it's really, really, it's the sort of thing you should never get caught with, but it's really hard to defend. You just switch off, don't you? Because you're, you're stood by the ruck, you're guard, but... It just doesn't happen very often. Because you're on the back foot, you're yeah. looking at what's in front of you, you're not looking really about the sneaky picks. Yeah. And you saw his Shearer celebration. Yeah, nice, nice touch love that. It. Absolutely love it. But it's great that the St. James's Park thing was fab and I was at London Stadium for the Saris game. The St. James's Park thing's great. I still, the atmosphere at Welford Road at the weekend was the best I have been in this season. Best I've been and it's the best game I've watched live. It was really, really good. We enjoy our job and you go and watch rugby and talk about rugby and all stuff like that. But, it's not often you sit in the stands and are buzzing like the rest of the fans. And we were, we were cheering, Durders and I are cheering both teams, don't care who wins. But no, because you couldn't tell who was going to win no, all the way through. And it was just, it was Christian Wade's show, then it was the Thomas Young show, then it was the Ellis Gens show. Oh, it was brilliant, man. What, yeah. what a game. Loved it. But Newcastle, I'm glad they won. They just needed to win a big game like that. Because I don't care who wins that game, really, but you put on a big show at St. Not James's a big, Park mate, for the first time. It's not time. a big game against Northampton Saints at the moment. No, but I'm big in terms of the occasion. It's their yeah. first game at St. James's Park, and they're wearing the special Newcastle Stripey jerseys kit. and stuff. Looked really good as well, didn't it? Really cool. And Gonover did the Shearer, so yeah, uh, goals got, achieved. Madavasi's fitting in well at 12 now. It's taking doing little, really well. It's taking a little bit of time. He was, Looks he was good, really good at the Ospreys. Um, yeah, he was, yeah. watching him a lot there, but he's really starting to fit in there, and you can see... His kicking game is pretty good. His passing game yeah. is a distributor's good. He's big carrier. Um, Will Welch, by the way, he had yeah. a hell of a game. Hell of a game. He kind of always does, but he was especially good this weekend. I thought pulled Newcastle through. I watched the Blues beat Ulster as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I think oh, they've won. Know. They've won something like six on the bounce now. Jeepers! Big for them. They're good since you retired. Big for no, they haven't. It's a lie. <laughs> they've been good. They've been good this last sort of six months and. If they can get to Champions Cup rugby next year, that's then a who huge, knows, boy? That's a huge plus for them because I think they're fourth at the moment. But yeah. the Cheetahs, or the Southern Kings, come and watch in their conference. <laughs> they can't qualify, of course. Yeah. So the Blues get to third. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they've all of a sudden found themselves in a really good spot, oh, good full of them. confidence. What I do, the reason I touch on that is, what I just want to make you listeners aware of a player who's playing very well at number 10 a guy called Jared Evans you might not seem too I've much seen Jared of him, Evans play yeah but imagine the Stuart Barnes mould of player yeah not he's, he's short he's solid but the bloke can make a break and the bloke can hit a hole like yeah. you wouldn't believe the, I reckon they look better with him at 10 than Anscombe really yeah Hope he gets a proper run though, because they put him in and then drop him out as soon as yeah, he comes back. Yeah, they have been, and it'd be interesting to see who plays ten and fifteen because they've also got Matthew Morgan. Yeah, I really hope he gets a run because I saw him play last season. He was super sharp. Now on the subject of Stuart Barnes, yeah, he's joined Twitter. I've seen Revelation. Follow him, everyone. Follow him. He's a brilliant man. Don't and don't be divs and abuse him because you don't agree with some of the things he says. But just follow him because he says exactly what he thinks. He's super bright and he's got a great sense of humour. And he's one of the best people I've followed in months. Have you seen the clips of the Australian? <laughs> the cheating? Yeah. You just keep turning the mic on and off. Keep turning it off to cough. Okay. Oh, well done. Thank you. I wonder what you're doing. No, I'm a great guy. You're just messing around. No, I'm a yeah. great guy. Have you seen that? Yeah. So he's got sandpaper in his jockstrap or something. It's was... in his pocket and then he yeah. realises that he's actually being filmed and puts it into his. Oh but that's in crisis now. That's terror. Yeah. One game suspension. They're not a well, they're not a well liked cricket team at all. No? No. I'm not really a cricket fan, so I don't No, you can see really. a lot of ex players and pundits have come out and they're not well liked at Hammered all. Hammered them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Warner's not liked at all. Um the senior player group, which apparently is involved in this yeah. conspiracy which has yeah. gone on. But getting Bancroft, one of the younger players to do it as well. He's only had eight tests in cricket yeah. and that's that's a strawberry season half a strawberry season yeah to get him to do it the batsman 
you know it's poor poor and yeah. you know they've actually Savage. come out they've actually come out and admitted it as well which yeah. Well, they have to really because there's so much evidence. Yeah, banks are right. Really, you can't they? you can't be sandpapering a ball to get it to swing more. No, I mean justice oh, was served. Justice was served because he got hammered in the test against South Africa. But and they look like absolute muppets. They and that, do. Unfortunately, that will last forever on their reps. Yeah, it will do. So very very silly, but easy to judge from here. But it's very very silly to be doing that kind of stuff. It's like being a pro athlete and taking steroids. It's like well. You might look better, but if you ever get caught, you will never ever shake that off. Is it I, like, I, I just never got caught. Is it, is, it, is it like using Google in a pub quiz? Someone said to me once, "We're, we're in, um, yeah, we're in um, David Lloyd in Watford, or David, where was Enfield? David Lloyd in Enfield, where we used to train with Saris towards the end." Yeah. And this bloke came in, and um, he was like a, quite like ripped up and whatever, and they changed. And I was taking loads of pills, and he was like, uh, "He goes, what are they, mate? What are you taking now?" I didn't know this bloke, and I said, "Oh, just uh, steroids, mate." I said, I'm only joking, they're vitamins. He goes, yeah, I was going to say, they're steroids, they ain't working, mate. <laughs> I said, all right. Anyway, yeah. I killed him. Chill out. I killed him. I reckon, David, at some stage, we're going to have to rejig this format of our podcast. We can't let it get stale. We can't be complacent. I mean, we have a chat at the start. We do Today has been complacent. It's been yeah. well, We're tired and we haven't been good enough today, all right? But... <sighs> P-A-H on Twitter, right? He's, don't understand that, but it's at Whammy373. Yeah. Rubbish name. Um, he's he's going to say Anglo something nasty, that's why. Anglo-Welsh has been rearranged for Good Friday, which means both teams could play their internationals. Will they or should they, or should the final be the players who have played in it already? The last we, stuff. We've slightly touched on that. Yeah, Whammy. Um, there's a question here from David Mullinax. Mullinay? Mullenough. Whatever. Yeah. French. Whatever. Leicester Wasps, one of the best games of the season, question mark. Yes, it was. Flats, can you explain how, why Scrum was so one-sided? Well, David, um, it wasn't. In the first half, primarily, Wasps were dominant because they Jake were powerful Cooper through Jake cooper Woolley, but they also, he sheared a little bit across the front. McIntyre went a bit outside, Dan Cole. So he sort of sheared across the front of them, a bit like Saints used to do with uh, Tongawe and Mujati. Very effective if you're not pulled up for it, why not? Um, and the substitutions addressed that, but also Leicester started hitting back at them. Dan Cole would hit back a little bit. And um, Bateman and Youngs would squaring up the tight heads, squaring up Jake Cooper-Woolley a bit. So they evened it out and key scrums. Second half, Leicester were dominant. A lot of that was to do with Ellis Genge, uh, Marty Moore, uh, is in my view significantly weaker than Jake Cooper Woolley in the scrum on average, and Ellis Genge absolutely had, did a job on Marty Moore and got him moving backwards and was just way too aggressive for him. And so it wasn't one sided. Was dominated for most of the first half. Less dominate for most of the second half. For a guy who didn't want to do any questions, well done, mate. Um, can we get a big shout out to London Welsh Rugby Football Club promoted into London Three next year? Hearts and Middlesex won champions with two games to go. The journey back begins. Being a fellow London Welsher, where well I learned done. my trade. Oh, well done, yeah. Um, so there you are, Daniel Evans. If you want to, if you want to play some decent rugby and a good social, get yourselves down to Old Deer Park. What a clubhouse! ODP. What history! What fun! All right. So anyway, Haley Lee's I said my fiance ignores me on our five-hour round trip to work. Oh my God, where do you work? whilst I'm trying to plan our wedding that's in July, he listens to your podcast instead. Can you please give him some wedding planning advice? His name is Andrew Todd. Also, you're welcome to come to the wedding. Shall we? Sorry, Shank said, what's the fee? <laughs> Should we go? What's the date? Hayley, let us know what the date is, and if we're around, we'll come along, as long as it's not one of those weddings where you promise the world, and actually it's, actually it's a cash bar. Um, we need accommodation, we need free booze and food, and we might come. don't know why I say um all the time. but Anyway, a bit of wedding planning advice. Don't you, you can't be that guy and say leave it to the missus I left it entirely to someone else I didn't do anything at all you had a wedding planner though no I didn't so, I'm sure you did <laughs> no I didn't uh, can you comment Joe Wildy this is can you comment on form levels of England players who played so well for their clubs at the weekend and basically compare with how they played for England is it, is it as simple as a change as good as a rest yes 100% you get yourselves into that rut where nothing's really working sometimes it's the other way around as well that you could confidence could be low at your club you could not be playing that well you can't wait 
to get into camp with your your national team, and it works the other way around exactly the same. You know, things haven't yeah. been going well for England or Wales when we get out of there. Play you? badly, you just you can't wait to start fresh again, get back to the club, and and sort of just forget about what's gone on because you can get into yourself. You can do a bit of mental damage to yourself. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, um, there's a. I think we should mention Jamie Heaslip retiring as well. Of course, we and have Bond, Adam Jones and Adam Jones, two well, absolute greats. Bond's retiring at the end of the season, although it's announced now. Okay, right. Yeah, I don't. I thought we all, we all thought he retired ages ago. Yeah, um, but Jamie Heaslip has had to retire through injury. What a legend! Um, Stanley on Twitter, which is at Manstan, um, he'd be interested to hear my memories of him on the 2009 tour. I didn't go. Got injured. Yeah, I didn't go either. Didn't get picked. No, do your research, mate. James Spackman. Well, what a, what a player Heaslip was, though. Quickly, you know, oh, good. Was, okay, sorry, Tom. We haven't. Yeah, moved on. he he was. Oh, a yeah. phenomenal player. Yeah, amazing player. He had it all. I mean, he, he wasn't a huge guy, so you think, well, how could he be so durable and powerful in a big man's game? But he was hugely powerful, hugely accurate, reliable, skillful, durable, skillful. He had everything. Fit everything. Big loss to Ireland. Proper world class player. Bloody um, good bloke. James Spackman, Gennaro Savastano from Gomorrah. Prop material or more flanker? I think he's not either because I think he's big, but I think he's soft. I think he's out of shape. He's doughy. I think he's hooker. I think he's doughy. I look at him. I think power though. Just look. At, but also, how good an actor is he? Oh man, he's so good. I finished all Gamora now, by the way. Mega, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of the best things I've ever watched. Yeah, I don't say that lightly, Tommy. You know that. I mean, um, I don't want to ruin it for everyone or people that haven't watched it or are halfway through it. But I really like Patricia. Yeah. Okay, yeah, me too. Mm. Padri, 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 yeah. Padri. Jana, 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 Padri. Sure, I love it. Um, Can we have two more questions? Oh, Englander, where does Adam Jones stand on the pantheon of greatest front row forwards? Has to be up there. Right? So, what do you call him? Owen. Owen Glinder. Owen. Owen Glinder. Glin what? Glinder. Owen Glinder. Where does Adam Jones stand? I mean, he's he's one of the great tight heads, really. I mean, he was he was there for his scrummaging. And while the laws permitted, which was almost his entire career, hit and go, there were few that gave Adam Jones much trouble at all because he had natural bulk, natural size, which means it's hard to get under him. He's got a very deep chest. Also, he had extreme strength. So when the hit and go allowed him some momentum, he had extreme strength. So even when he didn't get it right, very, very hard to move back. Would I, sorry, I've been reading that. Would I assume that having a huge weight behind you as well? On the hit and go really helps. Yeah. Him. Yeah, because you, know, you can be hugely much. strong and be 110 kilos, or you can also be hugely strong and weigh 125. Yes, yeah, momentum. If you've got the same level of power and strength, and you're 10 kilos heavier, you'll hit something harder. Last one. We we'll finish on a good one, okay? Yeah. Um, Gavin Taylor's one. Yes. Go. Yeah. Go on then. If you had to die having sex, which famous lady would you choose as your Black Widow lover? Kate Upton. Really? That's quick, wasn't it? <laughs> a bit too quick, maybe. Yeah. Although, what the only thing that worries me about Kate Upton is that she wouldn't want to. The other thing is that I think I don't know if she's funny. I like funny. Funny is almost the most important thing to me. But you're dying, mate. So it's your last one. So that potentially doesn't need. What to be am I funny. thinking? Of course, I am not there for laughs. Am I? I'm there to die. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you want someone bigger and stronger. They can carry you to the coffin. Anyway, yeah, Kate Upton, yours. This is really laddish, this chat. And yeah, you've got a bigger, man, so you've got a bigger man as well to be balanced I up. can't look past Pam Randerson when she was in her prime. But I mean, she's not, though. Pick, you've got to pick someone now. So I'm saying, oh, Elizabeth Taylor, please, 50 years ago. So you can't do that. Okay. You've got to pick a woman and a man to balance this up. <laughs> Kate Upton's my woman. Noel Fielding is my man. Like a medgy, don't you? Eh? Like a medgy, don't you? I like you? a medgy, yeah. Is that because he's got long hair? Yeah. Um, who have I got man? Oh... I've thought about this before, by the way. It didn't just come to me. Yeah. I've been asked who, if I had to do some stuff with a man, who would it be? Um, and it was Noel Fielding. came to me. And I stuck with it forever. It works. Probably because he'd be up for it as well. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know, mate. I don't know. I'll ask him. Um, okay, man, uh, give us a woman and a man. Come oh, on. I can't I've done it. You've got to do it. All right. Give me some help. Who? Who's fit then? Who, yeah. Jessica Beale's just your type. Yeah, all right. Okay. And Justin Timberlake. Yeah, good shout. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's really good, actually. Yeah, I think you might have done better than me there. Mine's funnier. 
What, that, Kate Upton? <laughs> Fielders. What's funny about that? Fielders for laugh, Kate Upton for breakfast. Anyway, that'll do, won't it? Yeah. That's All right. Hey, cheers, you guys. Ta-ra, yeah? Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.